Today's the ninth day of January. We're going to go ahead and jump into the intro. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Good morning, Saints. Good morning. Hey, we're going to sing a song for my cousin who texted me this morning, Junior Nesbitt. We're going to try an acoustic version of Ain't No Grave.
Amen. I think it went good. What do you guys think? I like that. Junior Nesbitt, I hope Love you're on you, here. Love you, buddy. There you go. Now that is a long song, so that way, you know, it's on our recording. You can skip through part of it if you want to, but that's a good song, ain't it? If the spirit that raised up Jesus Christ's body from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit that raised up his body from the dead will also quicken your mortal body. That's the teachings of the Lord. There ain't no grave going to hold your body down. Well, good morning, saints. It is Daybreak Live. This is Tuesday morning, and uh, we'll be finishing out this week going through Proverbs here, and then we'll be heading out to Honduras on Saturday. So let's dive right on into the Bible. We left off at verse 18. So we are in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 18. Oh, thank you, Miss Annie. That, you got a lot of compliments here. Baby, just so you know. <laughs> Too good to skip through it, they said. Praise the Lord. All right, guys. So we're going to start with verse 19 this morning. And, and uh, here we go. It says, He who tills his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity will have poverty enough. Uh Frivolity, it talks about, means a lack of seriousness, right? And he's going to have enough problem. He's going to have poverty enough. Uh, the Lord Jesus told a parable that really goes right along with this proverb. Now, we're not going to read it because it's very, very, very popular. It's called the, the prodigal, right? Uh, the prodigal says, give me all of my... What's coming to me? I want it now, please. And then he goes out and he spends it. He wastes it on riotous living. That's living with uh, frivolity. I mean, that's a lack of seriousness. You know, just partying. And then he ends up poor as dirt and he has to go back home, right? And so that's really what this proverb here is talking about. Uh, being faithful being faithful. A lot of these verses here, let's go to the next one, you know, is just talking about being faithful and obedient. Verse 20 says, A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. So faithfulness and obedience is going to bring your life to blessings and overflow. Just being faithful and obedient to the Lord, God is going to bless that. That is a general principle in Scripture. And the one who hastens to be rich is speaking about somebody that when you hasten to be rich, you're, you're, uh, you'll compromise. You'll do things you're not supposed to do. And... That's no good, and that will not go unpunished is what this proverb is bringing out to us. So, faithful man will abound to blessings, with blessings, but he who compromises, he hastens to be rich, he'll compromise, he'll 
break the law. He'll do things he shouldn't do just for wealth. All right, praise the Lord. Verse 21. He will not go unpunished. God will hold him guilty. Verse 21 says, To show partiality is not good, because for a piece of bread, a man will transgress. I remember um, back years ago when I walked at a, worked at a factory called Bonnell. Uh, one of the elections, you know, it was election time coming up and we were talking about elections, you know, and, and uh, there at work. Uh, politics, of course, you talk about politics. I'll never forget. It just stuck with me because uh, I believe what this man said, and he, he wasn't trying to be crude or bad, but he pulled out his billfold out of his pocket and he said, he held his billfold up. He said, I will vote for whoever keeps this full. I don't really, and, and what he was saying is, I don't care about anything else they do, what they do or don't do. I want whoever is going to keep this billfold full. And that is so true when it comes to mankind. You know, mankind can be bought. I'm not saying you can be bought, but I'm saying in as a general principle, for a piece of bread, a man will transgress. He will receive a bribe. He will take a bribe, you know, bribe. That's why there's so much wickedness today. I mean, you know, I'll never forget, uh, you know, being a pastor. There's a, a period of time when I worked with homeless men for a few years. And uh, it took me a few years to realize that was not actually God's calling on my life. Uh, but it was just something good I wanted to do, and I'm happy that I did it. But I'll never forget going to the courthouse, right? And we're sitting there, and we're waiting for the guy that I'm helping, and we're waiting for his case to come up. We're sitting there. I'll never forget seeing a guy walk in. <laughs> he walks in the courthouse room. He walks up to the lawyer that's sitting in the front, and he hands him a stack of money, just hands it to the lawyer turns around and walks out. And I couldn't help but sit there thinking, you know, maybe it was on the up and up. Maybe it was just a fine. But it just brought to my mind the wickedness that happens with lawyers or can happen with lawyers. I'm not saying lawyers are bad or all lawyers are bad. <laughs> By no means. But there are people who will sell out, right? There are people that'll sell out. And you pay them enough money, they'll get you out of this. You come up with enough money, I'll get you out, right? I don't know. To show partiality is not good. And what, what that does in a courthouse is it actually causes the courthouse to show partiality. You know what I'm saying? Because... If this guy is poor, you're not going to, I mean, he's going to get the full weight of the law because he's poor. But this guy can pay the court some money. He can pay the county some money. And so we're going to take it easier on him. It's just wickedness. That's all it is, wickedness. Can I get an amen? Mm -hmm. I don't like wicked. I don't like wicked either. 
and it's not good, and vengeance is the Lord's. He'll take care of all that. I don't worry about it. And let me take this time to say this here. I, there's a lot of things that I don't worry about. Uh, I do keep up with quite a bit of the news, and there can be a lot of things that happen that are scary. But here's the reality. This world is not my home, and it's not your home. And if you're an American, then I think you should study the candidates that are running, and I think you should get out and vote. And I do think sometimes, now everybody has different opinions. I'm just giving you my opinion. I think sometimes that means I am casting my vote for the lesser of two evils. Sometimes that happens. Okay? But as long as I think that my vote counts, I think then it's my, my responsibility to at least give my voice. That's all I can do. But there's so many things that are affecting us today in this country of America. The wars and rumors of wars and whatever, just fill in the blank. It does not matter that if you if you think on them, it will allow you to become confused and tore up and scared and, and worried. And that's not a place that followers of the Lord need to be in. We are told to fear not so many times. I can't even tell you how many times right now. I used to have it written down. But like once in the Bible for every day of the year, you're told to fear not. Yeah, yeah. It's like so many times we're told don't fear. If we belong to God, we are not to fear. And there's a lot of these things that we can't do anything about. Other than cast our votes, you can't do anything about them. I can't do anything about them. I can speak up. I can speak truth. I can stand for righteousness. I can stand for truth. But outside of that, what's my lot? My lot is to get the gospel to people, to teach. My lot is to feed his sheep. That's what I'm called to do, is feed his sheep. I know what I'm called to do, right? Yeah. And so that's that's my job. I, there's a lot of the other things I'm not to worry with. What did you go and say, baby? Um, I just wanted to say, based on something you said, as long as I think my vote counts, well, the truth is, even if you don't think your vote counts, because, you know, there's been some suspicion about that, you got to act like it does anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Until they don't allow us to vote anymore, we still have to make a stand, even if we think it's not going to make a difference. Right. And we need to believe it's going to make a difference. Sometimes yeah. faith is what the very thing that changes things. Right, right. And that Scott and I watched a thing yesterday uh, about the the way your mind works. Okay, and. Um, we you want to come over here? Honey? Yeah, not really. Well, if you're going to talk a long time, you need to because hey, just real quick. people can't hear you good. Okay, so so go vote whether you think it counts or not. That was the main gist of it. As long as we have the right to vote in this country, I believe we will stand before the Lord whether we did that or not. And even if you do good and it comes to nothing, it's still not on you. It's like the crying out is the watchman on the wall. Mm -hmm. Okay, I cried out. It didn't make a difference. But it's not on my hands. So do that. The other thing is we were watching a thing about um, how the mind works, how people make decisions. Emotional. And he was talking about, you know, it is you make emotional decisions. And without emotion, you couldn't make decisions. 
but don't let emotion make your decision. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Don't just go on a feeling. Get out there, stand on the Word of God, and let that make your decision. Because there's so much lying going on. I know that everybody thinks, I can trust this, I can trust that. Here's what I found. My studies have shown everybody's tainting things a little, mm -hmm. and everybody's lying just a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so... Yeah, we yeah. got to be careful. We need to talk to the Lord. Yes. And I don't know how I got off on that from here. Well, but here's an absolute truth right here. I believe that. And and that's really the only thing we can be 100% sure of. So stand on this. What this says is right. Is right. Is right. What this says is wrong is wrong. And woe to those who call evil good. Right. And good evil. Which means many times I have to vote because I know the teachings of this. Scripture then I have to go out and cast my vote then for the one that I think is holding closer to principles that line up with the teachings of the Lord. Because I believe the teachings of the Lord is what's best for the communities. It's going to make the best sheriff, the best uh, you know, judges, if you're voting on your general judge. If you're going to make the best congressman, going to make the best uh, gover uh, governor, you know, like governor of Tennessee, where I live. Uh, the one who holds more to the Word of God, to, in my opinion, is how it's going to, that's one that's going to get my vote. I mean, that's just how it's going to work with me. All right. 22. A man with an evil eye hastens after riches. Kind of the same thing back here. And does not consider that poverty will come upon him. A man with an evil eye hastens after riches. Talking about the, the greedy, stingy, Man, uh, think of Scrooge. Think of Scrooge. And it's not going to go well with him. It's it's not going to go well. With, it's not going to end well with them. I think of another parable of the Lord Jesus where he said, there's this certain man whose crops bought, brought in a lot, right? And so what's he say? He says, I don't even know how I'm going to keep it all. I don't know how I'm going to... It never enters his mind, I've got enough... And I've got plenty. Let me go give it to the poor. He says, I can't keep all my goods. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tear down all my barns. And I'm going to build bigger barns. And that way I can hold all my goods. And Jesus is the one telling this. And he says, thou fool, this night your soul will be required of you. And that very night he dies. Then what's going to happen with all this stuff, right? So in the end, even if you even if you think, well, you know, they seem to they seem to go pretty good in this life. Yeah, well, in the end, everybody's giving up everything they own, and they go stand in front of the king of the universe. Everybody does. Everybody's got to stand before the creator. So they're gonna lose it all when they leave. And that's why the Lord Jesus says, Lay up your treasures in heaven. Put them in heaven. Don't put them up here, put them in heaven. All right, let me look at the time. Hey, I, we can do one more at least. Verse 23 says, He who rebukes a man will find more favor afterward than he who flatters with a tongue. Um, we should encourage one another. We should lift one another up. We should encourage one another. And I think it's even good to, to brag on each other. But, when I read uh, 
the the one who flatters with the tongue, uh, what comes in my mind, a saying we say, blowing smoke. Don't be blowing smoke. <laughs> don't, be, don't, don't just be saying stuff that isn't true about people. Okay? I, I think it's good to lift each other up and to consider them, but there's a time you need to rebuke one another. You need to speak. And I say this often here on Daybreak. Who can speak into your life? Who will you allow to speak and you'll hear it and say, well, since you said that, I'm going to consider it. I, I'm going to think, I'm going to think up on this because you're the one who says this. Because we all need somebody who is able to speak into our life and help us. Amen? I think that's an amen. Why don't we stop right there today? By the time we have prayer and everything, it'll be a total of 25 minutes. And uh, say, praise the Lord for this Tuesday. It's a good day. It's a good day, good day. And uh, I want to thank you guys for being here this morning. And thank you for hanging with us, and studying with us. And uh, I just I just love the Lord. And I'm thankful that we have the opportunity to do this. It's just like social media. Social media Probably you could even say the majority of it might be bad, but it's also used for good. You can use it for good, like we're using it for a Bible study. Amen. All right, guys. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and let's just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua, for your grace and mercy on our life. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Let's go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day in our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you, Miss Peggy, for praying for our trip. I uh, love you guys, and we will just get off. Bye. See you tomorrow.